ironically, I type in like a stand up. I type in ST for stand up comedy, right? Mm-hmm. ST. And what pops up? Stuts. But who recommended that? No one. You said somebody. No one recommended it. I was saying to watch stand up comedy. I thought Jake. Oh, yes. My bad. So, I was, oh, yeah. Okay. So I'm at the house. I'm, oh, thank you so much. Hey. So I'm going at the house and I'm, I'm going to watch the scene. Okay. I'm in a lot. My head's in a b- big old cluster right now. So thank you. Um. So. At Thanksgiving. At Thanksgiving, he's telling me to watch. Uh. Yeah, my cousin Jacob. So. Uh. And Jacob is like a. He's not the type to. Non-social. Talk. Yeah. Very much. <laughs> but he's a good kid. But he's like one of those people that they don't say much. But whenever they speak, it's always from like a real genuine, analytical, heartfelt, loving like. If he's the, saying something, it's something worth listening so serious, to. yeah. It's not something off the wall like you should disregard. No, he's so. And he also pure-hearted. seems like the type of person that stays quiet and back in the corner of the room and lets everybody else shine. Yeah, he's pretty awesome that way. Yeah, but this particular day, I don't know why he interacted and he shared something with you. He randomly said, "said." And he does it sometimes, but he's this one. He was like, "Said, have you seen that movie Stutz?" With uh, and I was like, "No, what's what's that?" Oh, it's on Netflix. It's about so Jonah Hill did a two years of therapy with his professor, and uh, they recorded it, and it's just a conversation basically of them two going back and forth with Jonah Hill and their therapy, and then and interviewing basically his therapist, kind of like how you're doing with me almost. Is I'm supposed to be the person doing the thing, and then you reversed it on me, and that's I'm what just a, I'm just a body kid. That's what Jonah. Could, it'd be really weird if you just sat here and did your own podcast. It would about you. It would. So I don't know. You're helping me out so much. Thank you. Uh, you needed it though. I did. Yeah. It's, it's gonna help. Um, because mentally I'm in a I'm getting out of it now. I don't want to talk about it. So no, I'm go, no, so, so moving so forward. So us talking about so, it, it's helping you though. One hundred percent. Which is possibly what may help other people that come on your show when they. Mm-hmm. maybe don't even realize they know talking about it will help yeah they sit down to talk with you may happen so i think that we we're probably gonna get to that too um as like a pin so so if it. he didn't recommend this show or even as he recommended it mm-hmm. did you off the top of your head like man that sounds like something i'd want to watch because me personally listen to you describe it i'm like mm, i don't ah, i'd rather go watch a comedy it's like you uh, read my face at the dinner table because I was like, oh, yeah, that's if y'all had that conversation. That, cool. and I was sitting there. I didn't hear a word. We of it. did. I didn't hear a word. of and it. And he was like, he's like, yeah, you should. I was like, oh, OK. And I was like, you know, like maybe I you think know, I tuned it out and was just eating my food. Probably. I was <laughs> like, yeah, OK, cool. I, I'll check it out. And then uh, actually him and I really didn't talk for the rest of the time that much. I he think he just shares that and that's it. Well, I think him and Hannah left. Yeah. And Can you imagine, though? Like, I didn't have no conversation with Jake no. that I remember. Yeah. Like I said, hello, how you doing? Yeah. Talked about school a little bit, how he's doing in school. Minimal, right? Yeah. And then he goes and shares that with you. I wonder if we asked everybody that night, who all did he share that with? So God reaches you know out to said? you through other people. Yeah, you know what he said? Hmm. He said, I watched it and it, it really helped me because I was listening to it or I was watching and as I was watching, I was like, hey. That's how I feel. Oh. And so as I was watching it, I was kind of thinking about him too on it. And I'm Aww. like, 
gave me a different light about him because he don't talk. Yeah, we don't know much and, about Jake's and personal. Huh? Some of the stuff in that that film, it's like I wonder what I wonder what he related to because I'm curious. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll see him and I'll talk to him about it. I did text him that night. He didn't text me back, but. I texted him that night afterwards because I was crying during the thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because I actually did the exercises and stuff with it. And I was like, I, 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 that's where I'm at now. It's how it helped me. Um, but I texted him back and I said, Jacob, thank you so much for it. Like, uh, that's going to change my life. I, I just told him, like, thank you because it did. And you had to thank God for the blessings. 100% of to work moving through, through your cousin to deliver that message as to God knows you were going to go home that night. You were gonna feel down and out, and you were gonna need something. Yeah. And and <laughs> yeah. and and he prepared you for that. And yeah. and whatever conversation you were having with the female, who tried to uh, tell you to go watch a stand up comedy, comedy, which mm-hmm. you know will help, help uplift you, mm-hmm. and you end up falling into oh yeah, this is what nephew because i did the reason why why i say i forgot is because like i was going to look up and i thought i was looking i found it myself was because i was looking up stand-up i had completely forgot that jake had mentioned stutz Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until i said st and stutz came up that i was like jake oh let me watch that real quick because maybe that that can help and when i watched it it did it, it it clicked something in my my brain that you know we can get to later on of what it did for me but it did two fantastic things for me recently with family members that i'll forever be thankful for it and i'm gonna anyways go so, ahead so, so what's this so that night you were feeling suicidal yeah i was feeling and suicidal you watched that movie mm-hmm. and did it help pull you out of it or give you a different way of thinking or or where did you leave off feeling in that sense of of suicide i wanted to go talk to the okay so it left me every second of that from the beginning, actually, from the opening statement. Jonah Hill comes in. He says, what's up, Stutz? And it just sounded like me. Mm-hmm. I always just call people by what they don't need to be called. Like, I got friends that I give them all kinds of nicknames, right? And he's like, what's up, Stutz? And I'm like, are you talking to a therapist like that? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's up, Stutz? He's like, what's going on, Jonah? And the guy's got Parkinson's. Hey, what's going on jonah and he sits down he's like uh so entertain me and he's like yeah jonah's like well that's what you typically tell you know all your patients whatever so he asked yeah, what i tell everybody and he's like well then jonah says well you also tell me you know you better not come in here and dump all your shit on me <laughs> and then he's like yeah I, t- I tell that to he's like uh or you usually say that too or something like that and and that right there that's the f- opening thing that mm-hmm. right there clicked and it and it made Took my you. suicidal thoughts go away it made everything go away. I kind of like got you focused I, on something else. I turned off my like my thoughts my thoughts wanted to kill me. Yeah, I, and I really did. Like I was having a really. I mean, but I've been having suicidal thoughts all kind of like week, and I had no one to talk to about. I even called you, and I was ready to go just drink, and and that probably may have ended up not very well, because I don't know what I don't know what that uh, floodgate's gonna open. I don't want to get too far into it, but anyways. Um, so because you're you've been drug free, I feel like one drink alcohol of beer. Free. Yeah, for eight months now, Some nine people months. Consider alcohol a drug too, cigarettes a drug, whatever. Cigarettes too, I've been so off of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just doing one of any of those can snowball into doing all of them. I call it the domino more. effect. And some people also believe one hard night of partying can take you out of this world because your body can't take it. Yeah, because like 
it's it's been said before movie stars will uh od because they try to go back to what they used to they do whenever clean. they were at the top yeah they get yeah. clean and they go back and it's like your body just don't take it the same way that's what i've so, heard yeah that's what i heard too um okay i say i heard because i haven't read or Me neither. I, haven't <laughs> seen the doc- I haven't seen the documentary but i heard rumor has Fact it Fact check. uh that's right okay so back to oh yeah exactly uh so after we had our discussion of an hour of you spilling your heart out mm-hmm. regarding your heartbreak mm-hmm. feelings at the moment, uh, and basically our conclusion to that, which I think we've already established, yeah. is that we're putting it in God's hands, which you haven't necessarily done yet, but you will do that when you're ready, maybe by the end of the night, when you one-on-one with God. Mm-hmm. But giving it to God, uh, letting him take care of it, letting him tell you, this is my recommendation for you, letting uh, him tell you what is your next step in that situation. But uh, what I had read recently or was told recently, actually it was at church on a Wednesday, was when you're seeking God and you don't know what the fuck to do and you're just in a complete distraught and you just don't know which way to turn and yet you maybe want something so badly but can't have it, you know? Yeah. And you don't know how, how or what to do and you're at a loss and uh it said then then don't do anything just stay where you're at until you're told to do different Mm -hmm. okay and that was like perfect peace for me when i got that message and i feel like that's the message you we came to the conclusion for you tonight yeah you were such a tornado of distraught when i came in here internally that you let out externally (laughs) I couldn't help it. <laughs> yeah. I, that's my that's my big thing lately is that if I have a conflict with something or someone, even at the smallest thing, I have to let you know because it's going to eat at me. It's a it's a dust sized problem that you let snowball yes. into an issue. Yes. Yes. It's my so so yeah. leave it where it is if you don't have the answers on what to do. Mm-hmm. whether to go left or right uh leave it where it's at until you're told different you don't have to do anything just let it be and know give it time which is hard because you don't know how much time and and you'll have peace about it especially if you're giving it to god and giving it god hey let me know yeah. you're ready for me to do something step up what do i need to do let me know otherwise we're taking a back seat and we're letting you do whatever you do, God, to get things in place. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. So which brings us to the purpose of our podcast, <laughs> which is this card. Can I show it? Uh, is that bad? I mean, you already talked yeah, about a lot of it. You can show it, I think, maybe right there if it... Is it in focus? So you brought me this card. Uh, try to put it up to it. There we go. That's it? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Now my shoulder hurts. Can I see it? Yes. I haven't looked at it since I made, I made it, put it up, and, and then you gave it to me, and I'm like, <laughs> blast, blast you! I don't mind if they see it. I hope media. it helps somebody. So now we picked up where I picked up when you hand me the card. So I flipped the card over, and I realized this is what we need to spend the next hour talking about. Which mm-hmm. we can't just talk about that without knowing the backstory as to why those pictures are on that card to a point. Mm-hmm. So, and also what brought you to making the card, which was the Netflix seri- uh, show that you watched or series. Yeah, it's, that's, yeah, it's a show. I so mean, a movie. that's 
why you did that and part of the therapy that it was recommending for you, yeah. which is helping you. Yeah, it is. So explain to me, because I'm curious, I've been curious <laughs> this whole time, what does that mean and what's the purpose of it and how does it help you? So um, Studs explains that, and it's funny because I wish I watched this movie before this past week because I probably wouldn't have. Everything I don't want to talk about everything it. happens. I know. And it's and it's time. I wouldn't have reason. done what I did had I watched this movie before because then I would understand myself and I'm starting to understand myself a lot more by this. But but you would not appreciate it as much because mm -hmm. honestly said real quick, you you are a personality and a person that I observe as being um, somebody who is aware of other people's feelings and emotions and you don't want to hurt people's feelings and emotions and so you stay within a certain narrow path when you're around that person almost as a people pleaser mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and yes you have the ability as you're maturing to do what you want to do and step out of that mm -hmm. and and say what you want to say mm -hmm. even though it might hurt somebody exactly. but it, it's usually in a constructive way and it's only if I know that me and that person have a good enough rapport to be able to do that because I know that could damage somebody. But if I know you can take it, I'll give it to you. Yeah. So, but you you are the personality that if you know that that you're walking into a room with 10 other people and the person in that room wants everything quiet, you're going to follow suit. Mm -hmm. And you're going to try to influence the other people to follow suit. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be the class clown. No. So... So, uh, in, in saying that there was a reason fudge, I forgot, <laughs> I, I'm trying to say who you are and as to why, dang it. I know I'm going to lose track. Go ahead. It's okay. So the shadow is basically, there's a part of you that you have to, it's an exercise. Okay. So the way the exercise goes and I'll just kind of, I don't know. I'll just, if you watch the movie, it'd make more sense. I hope I don't miss it. If you don't watch the movie and you just take what I'm trying to say. So I'll try my best, but basically is that you close your eyes and you're trying to picture, I don't know if you want to try it. I don't know if you have a shadow or something, but we all do. So mm -hmm. it's the part of you that you close your eyes and it's like, it's like the part of you that you're ashamed of. You don't want to show anybody and you look in deep and try to find it. And it probably doesn't want you to be there. You might not do it the first time, but you're going to have to find I found it immediately. I immediately knew it. Drugs. Like, it, it messed up so many relationships for me. Um, thank God I have those friends that are still, I don't talk to them daily, but they love me, you know, and they're around. Um, but, so for mine, it was drugs. And the thing about your shadow is, is that, you have to listen to your shadow. So what you do is that once you find, so you close your eyes and you find that shadow. Mine was drugs and Stutz tells you to talk to it and ask it how it feels. And when I asked him how it felt, he said that he felt like, he just felt like, I don't know, it was like a hello again, but I didn't want to. I still felt ashamed as I was finding him. Cause my eyes were closed. I felt like I was like, I just still didn't want to look at him. Like, I just, I don't know. I, I still, I didn't like it. I didn't want to, I just, I couldn't even psychologically try to get to him. And then he said, you know, like, listen to your shadow. What's he saying? 
And the first thing that my shadow said to me is he's proud of me. <clears throat> he said he's proud of me and that, and then I think Stutz asked like, what does your shadow need from you? And my shadow said everything that I'm doing now. He says he needs me to continue to keep doing what I'm doing and to do this podcast and to, um, I might not be able to have this in depth of a vulnerable. Maybe I will have a, that in depth of a conversation with somebody, but I'm pretty, I'm like my most insecure, vulnerable side. I think in my life, it's funny how it's getting caught on camera, but whatever. Um, so, uh, so the point is, is that once you find your shadow, you try to separate yourself from your shadow and you just, you talk to it and, and, um, Stutz teaches you to tell your shadow, like basically like that you love him and that you're not afraid of him. You're not ashamed of him and that you're sorry for neglecting him all these years. See, I thought that since I've been sober and everything that I thought, all right, I can fake this person to everybody and everybody sees it. I know my boys see it when I go golf and stuff. My head's usually not there. And that's because when they look at me, I'm usually thinking that they are seeing this drug addict Cedric, but they have no idea that I ever did drugs. They have no idea who I am, but it's this insecurity thing in me. That's like, dang, do they know if I did that? They know how many things I did. Do they, I get, I get nervous. It makes me freak out, but I've been practicing. I keep these index cards on me because that's what they do. In, uh, the reason why I got index cards this is how much it's helped me out. Like, and I'm on fire for it because, mm-hmm. uh, the, in their, uh, therapy session between Jonah and Stutz is that he'll draw out the, uh, their, what they're talking about. Like for instance, like mine, my shadow, these things that I'm afraid of. I don't like seeing them, but you have to draw it out. You have so to face on it. on your card, that's your shadow. These are things you're afraid of. The, this is minus the insecurity with my first ex. Cause I need to, f- put that on here somewhere because that is yeah here i'll do it (laughs) uh so on my card do you want me to explain what's on my card i do since Um, we all seen it you can say what's on it and tell me that's what i was gonna ask you why is it on there and while you're writing that i'm gonna say what i was trying to say earlier which is you're somebody who kind of walks between the lines because that's what you're supposed to do Mm mm-hmm and you like to be perceived that way. You like to be, in my opinion, tell me tell me if you feel like I'm wrong. You like to be perceived as somebody who is, uh, heaven forbid, perfect, although there is no such thing, mm-hmm. but you strive for perfection and you don't like to do anything unless you do it do 100% you know, correct. Do you know why I do it? I have no idea why you have that in you. In me? Mm-hmm. It's because I feel like there's always somebody watching me and if I slip up once, they're going to think that, and I know I'm not perfect and I know I can't ever be it, but if I could try my hardest, if somebody's looking at me and watching me and they're looking up to me and not even looking up, they don't even have to know me, but I carry that presence upon me mm-hmm. and they see me cussing, getting drunk as shit, mm-hmm. doing something I shouldn't be doing. It's going to make them go and not be that. But if I could try and act right and look right and be good then maybe that can give them something inside them to be like, you know what? He seems happy and I am happy, but he seems great. I Maybe I should stop doing It's like a light. I'm just trying to be an example, a good example. There you go. I'm just trying to be a good example. Like it but is me. I'm working to be that. 
been that all your life though i don't know that though i don't feel that I that's why it. i keep striving for it i just don't feel that you see that's why i'm saying people see it and they see this outside thing that like i portray and i am i am that mm-hmm. but on the inside for me i haven't felt that way up until now because this shadow is making me realize that's why I was having an empty void about who I am and trying to find myself. And I feel like the reason why people are trying to find themselves is because they're, there's a part of them that they're not bringing with themselves. They're hiding from a certain part. And so I've found my part and I just found another part, which was my ex. I'm just going to write an X on the face. <laughs> I, I, no, I don't know. That was the insecurity that she brought. It okay. is. <laughs> Or that, uh, that made you it's so sad. vulnerable to it, but no, it, I I'm not. I'm so, gonna, but right, X, that's rude. She's, I'm so so, grateful so for that what you're realizing through watching the show is that you being said like to portray a good role model. Let's say right, I do somebody people could look up to, uh, someone that sh- shows an example of a way to live in a good way but not no one is perfect no they're not. and even though they portray to look well put together yep in several fashions in my opinion there's always going to be a flaw i wrote ex-girlfriend and then i wrote two and a half to three years just added that to it okay just what was two and a half to three years that i was drugged up okay to, to document that okay mm-hmm. so listen I would forget where I was at with that. Um, no, nobody's perfect, said. Mm. Even if you're being a role model to people, to be a role model is to say, I'm not perfect. I have imperfections. Because when you try to portray perfection mm-hmm. or close to it or a good role model, which is okay to do, that's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. But be vulnerable and let people know, hey, I too get tired at times. I do get cranky at times. I am impatient at times. You know, um, when, when, this is funny because this is false. But when my mom makes a good meal, I overeat because glutton is bad. But, I have. But I'm just saying, so I'm just saying like, I love your so there's, for there's the, the little things in life that don't seem all that bad. Yeah. But we all tend to do them you know yeah although it's not like a big stickler that people seem to perceive drugs as being or drug addiction as being or uh cursing or whatever it may be that people look upon as as something that they've done that they no longer want to do and they maybe want to hide from people that they ever even did it there's still things on a daily basis like we'll never we're always going to be a work in progress will always be a work in progress. Yes. We'll, we'll never be able to be that. And when you get comfortable knowing, not comfortable in doing the unperfection things, but uh, be comfortable with knowing, hey, I'm never going to be perfect, but mm-hmm. I'm always going to strive to be as, as the best me that I could be. Yeah. But it's good that you realize you don't have to hide from so your faults with, or your with, flaws or your mm-hmm. whatever you no longer want to do in life so with that being said i'd like to add this to it i have this card right here and i make one every day and i put one down when i'm done when i'm finished with it at the end of the day it's part of my routine 
and I put it down. I have a stack over there by the bookcase and I grab a new card. I go write string of pearls on it. It's from the podcast. I mean, from the uh, movie, it's called string of pearls. And what you do is, is that it, it could be the smallest thing. And for me, I found that the smallest things are the best things. Mm-hmm. So if I wake up in the morning and I get up out of bed, even if it's not on time, like I don't hop off out of bed. I'm not perfect. Okay. Yes. I don't hop out of bed on the first, you don't on the first alarm with the makeup as on, much as you would think, as everything. much as you would think like before the alarm, Hey, alarm, <laughs> I'm going to turn you off before you even beep at me. Yeah. Right. I'm waiting for the alarm to go off. I'm just sitting there like yeah. any moment now <laughs> already showered <laughs> yeah. tie on. Yeah. Beat ya. That's what you think of me. Okay. No, I feel like that's how you perceive life. That's what I feel like. <laughs> not at all. Uh, so it's actually very hard for me to get out of bed every morning. I've been very depressed and I don't mean to say it like that. Cause I'm not, I believe what you speak, but I just, you know, I just, it's been hard for me to get out of bed, um, for the past, like maybe three years. No lie. So, so that's just speaking this, ahead. That's another layer of your onion. It is that God most likely will work on at some point. Okay. Thank you. Got I hope that he does to look forward to in your future. I have a lot to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, so the pearl is what you do is, is like, let's say you get out of bed, mm-hmm. you draw a line with the circle and then a, another line. So that's the pearl, the circle, the pearl is perfect. It's pretty. It's, it's a string of pearls, a beautiful necklace. Mm-hmm. But the thing about every pearl, if you can see, there's a dot, a little black dot inside that pearl. I see it. And what that is, is a turd because inside of everything there's always a bad thing and it keeps us humble because it's teaching me to not be a perfectionist that no matter like this podcast, when we started, right. I don't know how it was going to go. I was, you know, I could sit here and try to control it all I can and say whatever. And it's just probably going to end up really bad because it looks very whatever, but as authentic as it can be. And I may think that it's me being very, and I am being vulnerable like to the T and insecure, but that's my, my turd in it it's just there's always gonna be something bad in it we could try to make it as perfect as we can but it'll never be perfect nothing we do will ever be perfect so it's like yes you we might have dogs barking in the background yes exactly it might be there by the way guys so if you hear it which you don't want no that messes it up that's why i got up earlier you know what's so funny perfect I, i'm actually not gonna i'm not gonna edit that part out just so it could show example of where there's a turd and everything whatever that is because they were barking it was and you know how it sound irritates me um i'm working on that one too <laughs> i really am uh but th- this so just to get back to this you can see i have like 15 20 of them so one's like I, I just got out of bed um i was taking my vitamins and all of them uh i've journaled every single day since i watched this movie and i love that i've been journaling i actually went outside on my uh my egg basket uh chair my egg chair mm-hmm. And I actually took it to the to the deck, and I sat there on the deck as the sunrise was coming up. It was Ooh, so nice, nice. Mm-hmm. and I was writing out my journal. And here I'll be a little bit vulnerable because people are like, "Well, I don't know how to write, or I don't know what to write in my journal." And here's what I started. What do you with. write? Just how you feel, whatever thoughts are in your head. Yeah, whatever. Do what honestly, whatever comes to me. Do you date it? I do every day. I dated the date like the day, like whatever day it is. And then like Sunday, November 27, 2022. And I'm very like, very like uh, repetitive about that. Like I want to keep it structured like that. I don't know why it just helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but this is the first one. So this is actually a really good journal entry because this is the first journal entry I made. And the, the purpose of a journal entry, by the way, mom, too, is that it's a reflection of your thoughts. So it's what's in your head coming to paper and you're seeing yourself write this. And it's supposed to give you a refresher, like a happiness of like, you could write, I like, a lot of people like to have their own things. I don't like to plan for it. I just let whatever, I like just start to kind of write and I just let it go. And I, I don't know how to explain it, but here, like, I didn't think of this. This just naturally flowed. Mm-hmm. This is the day after I watched Stutz. Mm-hmm. The morning after. Uh, Cedric, and each one starts with Cedric because I'm addressing myself. And it's so weird because I sometimes address myself in third party and I sometimes address myself like in first person. So it says Cedric, I love you. I'm proud of you. I, was gonna be, <laughs> I haven't read this since I wrote it. It's going to get me all emotional. Uh, you're on the right path. Dang, I wrote that. Uh, God is moving in you. Pause. Huh? Are you talking to Cedric or are you talking to your shadow? Just curious. Oh, uh, that actually could be. I don't know. Actually, in one of my entries, uh, sorry. Uh, Tuesday, November 29th, 2022, Cedric, I'm talking to you, my shadow. But I may be subconscious, I like unconsciously talking to my shadow as well. But he's technically I am because he's a part of me now. So it's like, I might have like already thought. So you're not too separate. You're not talking to your shadow separate from you. Not on this one. Um, this my shadows and i guess since i watched i don't know since I've, you acknowledge it now he's with me yeah we're, like, we're all together now we're it's all in you're, me you're owning your past yes and not hiding from it but owning it because it is your it's testimony me. kid mm-hmm. yeah you 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 hiding that and being this perfect role model don't worry doesn't help anybody it just shows everybody that oh he's so he's so perfect and uh, let me strive to be that. And I'm never going to reach perfection. Yeah. So you don't have to represent perfection. Right. Being a good role model. Good, is good. Good. But good habits in life. Yes, that's good. But uh, mm-hmm. you let out a curse word because somebody cut you off. I mean, it yeah, shame on you, but it might happen. Don't mean you have to condemn yourself and go stand in the corner when you get home. Yeah. <laughs> so... You got jokes. Don't be disciplined yourself. <laughs> you got jokes. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'll finish it out. God is moving in you. God loves you. Jesus Christ loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. We are all, we are on a path of enlightenment. Continue to have faith in God. You cannot do anything without God. Lean on to him. Talk to him. Let him know you need him and his help. I am worthy. I am strong. I am capable. I am victorious. I am more than a conqueror, not average, not mediocre. I am the child of the most high God. I will do great things. All glory be to God in Jesus name. Amen. I don't know. I think I wrote that maybe after church. <laughs> yeah. Cause some of it sounds familiar. Sounds like, sounds like Joel. Um, the ending did for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah. That, okay. So that in listening to your entry. own journal and your yeah. own words to yourself, mm-hmm. go back. Mm-hmm. So, so read it again to me. I'm going to ask you to pause. Uh, starting from the beginning? Sure. Sunday, November 20th. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Not the date. Cedric. Are you really proud about that date, though? I'm just going to tell you. I'm, I know you are. I like writing the date. Don't mm-hmm. call me it's out on so it. It's so perfect. I do it all the time. You know how long it took me to get that? 
I'm not gonna lie. How many to you. papers did you tear out and throw away? No, you actually, had a date right? you know, it's so funny that you mentioned that. Um, one thing about me that I used to. Okay, so this stems. That's funny that you're here to need talk about that. So this stems from a tra- not a trauma, but this stems from a um, a thing about me and you. So remember when I used to do my spelling words and I would miss uh, one one word and then you would make me write that word five to ten times and then you'd make me take the spelling test again until I had a hundred. Well, remember whenever I would go to erase instead of erasing back to the letter where it was, I'd erase the whole thing, like either like all of it. I just erase it all. And you're like, no, 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 you don't have to. And I was just like with an attitude just start erasing it all. Mm -hmm. So for some reason that's stemmed in me and it became a part of me to where I do do that. I would like even it'd be a first sheet of paper and like blank paper. I'd start to write it out a title. And if I didn't like the title and how it looked and where it was, I'd rip out the sheet and I'd do another one until I liked the title. And then if I misspelled something or if a certain um, letter looked scribbled out, uh, like looked wrong and I had to scribble it out, I didn't like it. I wanted it to be, again, perfect. So I'd scribble it out. I'd rip off the paper, turn to the next page. Uh, Another funny thing about me is, is that you'll never see me write on the back of the paper. I always go to the front paper and I don't know why I don't like writing on the back of the paper. I think it's because I don't like the bands being on my hand. It bothers me when I write. I don't know. If you date a tree hugger, that's probably going to change. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, um, now what I'm working on is, is imperfection. It's so funny how it's breaking me down on my imperfection because I don't want to be perfect. And so I'm realizing that I had that tendency. So you'll see it. Which bears a heavy load on somebody really who does. tries to live a perfect life because you're, you're, you learn a lot when you realize you don't have to live life that way. But you haven't finished reading. Yeah, well, I just wanted to we finish didn't even that get sentence. Past the date. Yeah, I just wanted to finish that sentence that uh, now when I mess up on a letter or a word, I just scratch it out, keep going, I write the next word. So I'm learning to break that like that habit. So in dentistry, uh, before the, everything went computerized and you put your notes in the computer, typed in the computer, we wrote on the chart, right? What we did. And um, so... Back in the day when I was in school and when you're writing letters to somebody or you're writing your essay and you mess up, we just didn't like scribble. We, I don't know what kids do today. I don't, they don't even use pen and paper, do they? We did circles. So the whole world circle, 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 and come back, circle, 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 and go back across circle, 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 right? Mm-hmm. That's how we erased it, right? So. Oh, yeah. Going, I see you do that. Going into... uh. I wonder why you always did that. You always uh, used to do circles. So okay, so your generation didn't do that. They didn't I, do circles to erase my, stuff. My uh, curly Q, she does that. I think. Okay, so going into Sorry, dentistry, I go to to uh, mess up my words writing in pen, right? Mm-hmm. So I go circle, 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 back and circle, 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 right? And uh, then then you're uh, no. Because it's a legal document, you could only put one line across it. That's the only way. I think they need to see see what's beneath it or whatever. Oh. But yeah, so it was only one line to hmm. mark it out. We can't interesting use the whole pen ink to sort you know black it out. Yeah. Anyways, so you scribble it out. Don't know much how scribbles you do, but dealing with your OCD. Uh, I, I, I do like lines. Line. Well, I, was gonna say I do one lines. Line. I do about like maybe enough to like 
just line, 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 just to cover up oh the letter. God. I could see you sitting there uh-huh. and doing one line right <laughs> next to another line, next to another line, next to another your line. Like perception, so <laughs> your perception of me is ridiculous. And I then swear. you sit back and you're like, "That's a good job." <laughs> it's like you now watch, I can up. now I could now I can write the rest of my. It's like you watched me the other journal. night. I literally did do that when I first started. I was like, "That's really good," and then now I just don't care, and now I'm worrying if I'm getting chaotic with it. So I'm trying to help you without uh-huh. even knowing all that. One line and let it be. Yes, ma'am. Just try it. I will. It'll save you ink, time. <laughs> and then just to be able to let go of that care of of how you marked out that word and just know it's gone. All it needs is one line. It's, it's out of your life. Yes, ma'am. Just like that friggin' dust particle that falls that you let snowball into this big old problem. Or deal that ruins everything. Yeah. yeah. So um, so read to me after the date what your first injury was. Okay. Uh Cedric, I love you. I'm proud of you. You are on the right path. God is moving in you. God loves you. Jesus Christ loves you. The Holy Spirit loves you. We are on a path of enlightenment. Continue to have faith in God. You can do anything without or sorry, you can do you cannot do anything without God. Uh, lean on to him, uh, talk to him, let him know that you need him and his help. And then it goes to the I am. Yeah. So those four statements mm-hmm. back up to the first one. I love you. Or the like four you. statements you just read, the four mini, I don't even know if it's a statement. Like uh, you want to, uh, we are on a, uh, a path of enlightenment. Continue to have faith in God. You can do, you cannot do anything without God. Mm-hmm. One more. Back up one more. Um, I don't know that you need his help. God is moving in you. There. So God is moving in you mm-hmm. because you're, you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's your first entry, right? It was. It's basically a good foundation to live your life by. Yeah. Is it not? If I was sitting here with an issue right now and I was struggling. You're going to give me your words of wisdom, but at the end of the day, it's not your words of wisdom that are going to help me. It's God's words of wisdom moving through you. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's not you. It's no. him. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have an issue that you're working on, which is in a relationship issue. Also your shadow issue and your past that you're facing. Um, and w- what is it again? God is in you, moving in you. Mm-hmm. And what's the next one? God loves you. Mm. Jesus Christ. You want to get past that? Uh, Not, don't go backwards. Go forward now. Uh, we Sorry. are on a path of enlightenment. No, uh, continue, to, continue to have faith in God. It goes into Jesus and them loves me. No, and back up. Holy Spirit. Uh, God loves you. Jesus loves you. Then where were we when we go forward? The Holy Spirit loves you. Mm-hmm. We are on a path of enlightenment. Continue to have faith in God. Continue to have faith in God, yeah. Uh, you can do. You cannot do anything without God. You can't do anything without God, so you have to listen to yourself. So today, when I came in here, you were a tornado in the inside, <laughs> spinning round and round. That was horrible. You let it all out. Mm-hmm. But what you needed to be telling yourself, let's say I never made it by here tonight. Honestly, just, I don't know. if I thought about that. Where you would be. So I'm trying to help you for the next time. So you have to learn from this episode 
the tools that you need to get through something when you're in that that state again mm -hmm. it may or may not help you but learn from what happened tonight what maybe made you feel better or what tools you need to help you next time just like the other night when you were feeling like um suicidal mm -hmm. right yeah um you you turn to whoever you were texting to you who recommended you to watch something funny but in trying to look up something funny you came across what somebody else recommended for you which was this movie yeah. which all worked out right yeah um don't know if that would ever help him for you help you again but because you went on this path you may have found tools that will help you when you get there right Literal not necessarily tools. the movie watching or comedy watching but the tools that you're learning from what you watched mm -hmm. which you're sharing on here um so follow uh, god what god says you cannot do anything without him yeah so you so when you came in you're a tornado of emotion because you were distraught about being on the outs with your girlfriend um mm -mm. you need to turn to god that's what i'm saying mm -hmm. and seek his guidance which sometimes you can't hear which is probably but you, you were too much in what you needed to do you're wanted to know what you should do yeah you wanted to physically do something you wanted to verbally do something, physically do something. You wanted results and you wanted results now. Yeah. You weren't in control of your own emotions. I'm not in control your, of my life. Your emotions were in control of you. Yeah. They yeah. were. So it helped to let him out, right? Helped to talk about it. Yeah, helped to talk about it. Because then you, you got emotional. You cried some. Yeah. That makes you feel better, believe it or not. It always makes me feel better. Yeah. To let those out, to not harbor them, not to hold them in. So to find somebody to talk to is helpful. I can't just think since I can't remember what it says. And I keep making you back up. It says, uh, it's warm in here. Like you said, it would be. You want me to go turn down the AC? I got to let the dogs out. Either way.
side. Do you want to say that where somebody can hear you? What? <laughs> you mumbled that whole way in the room. No, I'm just saying. I let them outside, the docks. I'm going to keep going, and I'll bring them back in in a bit. You good? Yeah, I'm great. Let's go. I'm fine now. I'm past it. You know, it's still in there. Probably come out in a little bit, but I'm fine. Like, like emotional? Because I, I, I sense a bit of irritation. Uh, I'm not... I'm not irritated. It's just I'm working through it. I'm working through it a lot. I don't know. I just feel like uh, even making this podcast, even everything that I'm trying to do up until I feel like I'm being attacked in a lot of ways spiritually. And I think this is the reason why. And I think it's so beautiful what you're doing for me right now is that it's like I do everything in my life. I'll never ask. This is one thing about me. I've never said this to anybody, but one thing about me that I could say, I'll never ask somebody to do something that I won't do. That's the point I was going to That's make. one thing about me. I, that's to my heart and soul. If I'm asking you to do something or I'm telling you to do something, it's because I have already done it or I will do it, but I'll do it first. I lead by example. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Like, hey, you know, whatever. If somebody, I don't ever tell somebody to not do something. But if they ask me about drinking or whatever, I'll tell them like, yeah, this is what it is. But I'm, I'm already doing it. I'm not like I'm, 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 I'm practicing it already. Working mm-hmm. out, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, mending a relationship with someone. Like now, the one that I've mended recently with both of the two really important people in my life. Um. I, I that would be for maybe another day or for later if we get to it. But with you know, with dad and with grandma, amending those two relationships, now it worked by using these tools, and that's mm-hmm. that's the only reason why. By using what the Stutz the movie gave me was, I able to go and face them with like it wasn't that I didn't have any fear. It's just that I didn't have anything to lose, but I had everything to gain. And if I'm going to be telling people or if people come to me and ask, how do I do that? And, you know, how do I go approach that and whatever I can help with that? Because I've done it and, but, and it works. You had somewhat of a falling out with your grandma and definitely had a falling out with, with your dad. dad. And a lot of people don't know that. And yeah. I'll just mention it real quick. And I thought about it today. It's so funny. So funny today. The podcast was on my mind all day of how we were going to start it. Or how we were going to do this or what we was going to talk about. It was on my mind all you, day. You preparing, were you? I was thinking about it. I was actually going to talk about you and our relationship together and how if it's been everything of perfect, you know, our whole life. Like, how's our relationship been? Because we don't even talk about that. We don't discuss some of the the BS that you and I have gone through. But, but. uh Can I say that? It's not outside any norm of a mom and son relationship. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not perfect. We've had our good times and our bad times. Your personality and my personality, we're both strong people, strong opinionated people. And so we butt heads at times when our opinions uh, differ or when we want to call each other out on our bullshit. Which we do often. Yeah. So although it hurts at the time, 
and we appear angry at the time Mm -hmm. at the end of the day we both love each other and that's why i feel like it's not out of any norm of any mom and son love you love you (laughs) (laughs) no and yeah yeah so so that's why we don't really need to discuss it in a sense yeah i think Uh, oh that's what i'm saying i was today i was thinking about it all day today of how we're gonna have what we're gonna do on on the podcast and then um yeah i just won't I don't know, it's just something. So in the trial of podcasting, or whatever mm-hmm. it's called, uh, we wrote topics on paper and, and folded it and then picked up the paper to yeah. give us something to talk about, to try to not be so <laughs> regimented and Isn't structured, it? to be more random. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't just be, hey, this is what we're going to talk about today, to give us that. So when you handed me the card and we hadn't done the podcast yet, and it was upside down, I couldn't see it. And I'm like, oh, is this our topic? tonight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i and i flipped it over and looked at it and you're like no it's actually m- my, my shadow. shadow okay mm-hmm. and uh and i was like that's when we decided to come in here and we started yeah so that was kind of neat no, in my was, world of interpretation of it mm-hmm. are you done yeah i'm okay i just uh it's just helpful it's helpful having someone that's why i tell people like talk to me like if because they'll tell me thank you like you know for whatever you posted and stuff and i'll tell them i'll give them my number and i mean it like thomas is like that too i don't mean to put you out there like that too but nobody knows last name yeah but tom is like that too tom always tells me said if you're having suicidal thoughts or if anybody is i will call you i'll actually i'll either call you and stay on the phone with you the whole entire time or i will come stay with you and stay up the whole entire time even while you're asleep that's how that that's why i love that dude so much because it's like he's genuine to the t you know no no like pun intended times but it's just like it's people like that you know and i, I know there's other friends like that too but they're, they're they're consumed with their own lives and stuff like that and i have those friends and i know i could i know damn well i could call them and they would you know if i had i needed some help but um that's why i tell people like Cause I know what it's like to have suicidal thoughts. I know what it's like to have mental health problems. Like, and I, and I, for the longest time, I think the biggest mental health problem is not acknowledging that you have, that there is such thing as a mental health problem because there are real, they, they're real and they're not meant to be taken lightly. But what's unacceptable about mental health problems is not doing anything with about them and just saying that, you know, this is just how I am. And that's it. You, there, these tools, Stutz, that movie. Since then, and you know me how I go into things. I've watched three interviews on him and Barry, who wrote the book, uh, Tools. I ordered the book, got it. I'm wa- I'm reading it now. Literally, that's the title of the book? Tools. Yeah. Go figure. No kidding. And then um, the second book is Coming Alive, which is dealing with your part X, which is the devil, more or less. But... I don't mean to throw anybody off if you don't believe in God or whatever, but part X is basically like the negative thoughts of like, Cedric, you're not going to be able to do this podcast. Cedric, no one's going to be want to listen. Cedric, nobody cares about what you have to talk about or the, the, the people that, you know, like who are you bringing on? No one knows them. Nobody cares what you're saying. Your voice isn't good enough for a podcast. You know, you're not attractive enough for a podcast. You're not all these things, these thoughts that go through my head said, you know, it takes too much time to have the pockets. Do you even have the, the patience for that? No. Can you, can you come up with this? Can you help? But I do it. 
you know? And so it teaches you how to, uh, it gives you the tools, which I actually did before you got here and it didn't help, but it did help in its own way. Yeah. And it's a, you're you're a person who's growing, son. And what's something that's hard for you today will not be hard for you down the road. Yeah. When you start out lifting weights, you can't just do max whatever. Right. When you start out riding a bike, you have to typically try with uh, what training wheels on it and work your way up to, to the no training wheels, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and you fall off and you bump your knees and you skin your knees and you do this. It's part of life. Yeah. So as a child, you learn how to ride a bike. Right now, you're learning how to be vulnerable and face your past. Yeah. And it's hard. It's not pretty. And but I want to be hard for you partially in my opinion is what I keep trying to reference is not the fact that you did it. It's the fact that you live, you personally said, in my opinion, have a personality that likes to be looked upon as a role model, as somebody who, who's has their life together and in order. And if you say I went down the road of drugs and alcohol that doesn't fall in line with that you know and i feel like that's why it's so hard for you to talk about but that's how you think i am i i feel like that's where you were before the last five days i think that's where a lot of people see me as and that's my that's my part x that i have to deal with too because that's not me how, how i perceive myself is that Everything I'm doing, I'm doing it for God. Yes. Okay. So it's like I listen to my internal being and everything in my inner being is telling me not to drink, not to smoke. He's always telling me. Now he's telling me not to have any any angry thoughts Mm. or to have any bad um, unwashed blood, like any bad um, falling outs with anybody that if I did, then I need to go address them. And I actually have been like analyzing it. Like what's in my heart that makes me hard and makes me upset. Who do I need to reach out to, which would be weird on like messenger on Facebook or something and say, Hey, look, I remember back in what you call it time. I just wanted to say that. I'm sorry that I hope you're doing well. I forgive you or, you know, whatever, like I've, I've accepted it and just like do it for myself to alleviate myself from that hate that I may have in my heart. Mm-hmm, definitely. And um, so I don't do any of it to be for anyone else. If I had it my way, I'm, I am kind of having it my way, but like, I, I just like to be said alone. You know me, I'm a loner. I like to be alone. I don't want to be around anybody. I make myself go be that, but not because I want to. It's just because that's what God's using me to be that person. Mm-hmm. But I, how did I not say any of that? You, you did, but I'm just saying, like, because you were you were telling me that I like to perceive. As you, a good you were role saying model. that I like to be a good role model, but that's but not you're me. Say, you're saying it's God wanting you to be to that. Live without these things that you've put behind you that you no longer do. Yeah, because I can't so be that's that. What you're saying I, I can't. Yeah, because he's telling me that Cedric, you so can't. So that's good that that you're putting God first in your life and you're mm-hmm. putting His will. And his will is for you not to be doing drugs and not to be doing certain things. Or alcohol or anything. Yeah. Or angry thoughts or like, just do your best to weed him out. He does. (laughs) But see, that's the thing that I think it's very important to mention is that 
whenever I was on, uh, whenever I was drinking and smoke, uh, when I was drink, like I, I was like five years recently, I, I didn't stop smoking and drinking, uh, smoking vape. And uh, I have to say that because I don't think people think I'm talking about weed, but nicotine, cigarettes, cigarettes and, and, uh, and vape. Then you thought you got off a pack of cigarettes because you went to vaping, but vaping mm -hmm. was worse. It's another form of smoking. It's more cigarettes. addicting because it's acceptable. You could just do it inside and then it smells better. But uh, and it hits you harder than a cigarette does. But uh, so. I didn't stop that. I stopped that in March of this year. So I'm like eight, nine months going on, whatever of um, sobriety from that. But here's the thing is that whenever I haven't even talked about my testimony, but whenever I did have that, when I, my testimony, I gave my life up and I said, I don't like the life I'm living. You know, I'll walk your path no matter how hard it is, is what I said. And some more is just kind of summarizing it, right? Like a big summary. But um god recently told me at the beginning of this year that if you want to get to a higher level or the next level like you're doing fine where you're at and that's great but if you want to get to a higher level you need to give something up for me. that's why i say god's a businessman i swear because he negotiates with so many people i feel like he negotiates with me all the time negotiates he said that you need to give up drinking and smoking uh or nicotine because i know you like it so that you could reach your next level and it felt so crazy hearing him say that because i was like well what next level could there be or what is that you know and then it took a little bit of time as i said it was the beginning of the year it was took all the way until march mm -hmm. and then i had one bad night i was really drunk not a good night and then I realized that I needed to give up cigarettes. I needed to give up uh, nicotine because when I drink, I want to smoke nicotine. So I wanted to give up vaping because I just felt like smoking would lead me back into weed mm -hmm. eventually. And so I wanted to give up vaping for sure. So I actually recorded myself. I have it. I recorded myself saying, you know, said anytime that you're feeling down and out, watch this video. This is you smoking your last vape, hitting it. And then that's all I did. Took a big ass hit, you know, blew it out into the camera. And then, you know, I tossed it out. And I haven't smoked a vape since. And I knew that I had to give up vape because if I gave up vaping, that would make me want to give up alcohol. Because every time I wanted to drink, every time I drank, I would want to smoke. And if I can't, I don't want to drink again because then I can't, I got to break my vow because I, I can't smoke. So there's no point in even drinking because if I can't smoke, I don't want to drink. Mm-hmm. I kind of pinned myself checkmate, right? That's what I feel like I did. But um, when he said that I was going to get to the next level, I didn't understand that. And I didn't start seeing anything that I see now because you said that he, this all started because you said he's adding onto my list. Mm -hmm. And I didn't start seeing some of the things that I was doing, like the way I was being with like my, towards my dad or like they started coming out, like the way I talk about, certain things and certain people. So you kind of had like a grudge at your dad but prior. In its own to, way. Recently. A, a you, you scare had, and you a grudge. You were harboring like feelings. Anger towards him and yeah. Yeah. So I didn't start feeling that. I didn't start realizing that that was an issue. I thought that was okay to have those things mm -hmm. um, and they're not okay. Um, no matter what social media tells people nowadays is like, you know, 
this whole like this whole thing of um it's okay to uh be at peace and go away and be strong and work on yourself and remove yourself i call that horse shit mm -hmm. because i think that causes more pain when you remove yourself from something that is hurting you that you haven't addressed yet now if you have addressed it and you've told that person and made it known then i think maybe yeah it's warranted you, you've done all you can do and you can't do anything to make them be any different that's up it's warranted but here's the catch if you tell them you know if you make it known to them that you you're hurt and that's a problem and whatever and they don't do nothing about it then and you go your own way okay but if they come back because the whole point of you telling them is so that you don't have hate for them. This is also a tool that they taught me. So the whole point is like you don't have hate for them. It's called active love. Mm -hmm. So if they come back, you accept them of what they're saying. If they have changed, if they come back and they realize, hey, I've done this, some realization, I've whatever, I hear what you're saying. And then it doesn't mean, because maybe they're doing that for themselves. doesn't mean that y'all the relationship needs to be like, to continue like a relationship but it's just like it's it's a good thing for they're doing it because they need to get so they need to get that out towards you they need to release it towards you and it's your job or as a person to let them allow them to do that i don't know that's what i just did with dad recently mm -hmm. and it helped we i mean for the past two years i was thinking about it today in the past two years it's almost two years no it's been two years in the past two years him and i have spoke to each other at least six times yeah minimal minimal maybe probably, probably no more than 20 minutes and he was unconscious kind of on drugs for like two of them. medicated medicated yeah medicated yeah so uh not drugs like no he got in a car wreck so uh so yeah. as i was trying to wrap it up sorry i didn't know that you were trying to do that. no 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 you you doing yours too you're good mm. um getting back on the track of what your first journal is because they recommend you writing a journal yes Oi. okay did you hear it i did i'm sorry so um as you write in your first journal entry and yet you are struggling tonight i feel like you weren't applying what you had written in here which is something that you have to reflect on and 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 uh pull uh pull from when you're struggling these are the tools that you need to remind yourself mm -hmm. um continue to have faith in god because your focus was just on you at the time yeah uh yes god was in the picture but you weren't having faith in god to to know that whatever circumstance you're in right now uh he'll 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 have he'll have your back on it and and whatever's best for you he'll he'll do for you mm -hmm. and and you're just trying to fix it all yourself in my opinion yeah so continue to have faith in god you cannot do anything without god all right um lean on to him lean on him right because he's not just there to be there he's there for you to lean on him which is good that you wrote it this uh talk to him which you may still have which you've been doing you said you've been talking to him daily on it but i don't know if you were saying the right words which is god i give you this issue like i said whenever i write that thing or these journal entries 
I don't have any intentions. It's just what I'm feeling at the moment and whatever thought comes, I just let it out. I don't try to stop the thought flow because I feel like it just stops the flow. So yeah, it may not make complete total this sense. Makes sense. I, I, it, yeah, it and makes sense. And it even yeah. applies to your to struggle now. tonight. Yeah. Is what I'm saying is yeah. if I didn't come in tonight and you weren't able to release that, mm -hmm. I feel like you need to fall back on what you have written on here. Right. I agree. 100%. And, I, and I hear when what you're saying. And you reflect it and you reread it, and if you read it and you apply it to what was happening tonight, is again, continue to have faith in God. You cannot do anything without God. You get to tell yourself that. Yeah. Like, focus on Him. Lean on to Him. Talk to Him. Tell Him, like, God, I'm like going through it right now, which you've been telling Him, but I give it to you. This is, this is t too much for me to bear. It is. Too much for me to handle. It is. And it's something that you you can give to him, and then you can you can sit back and you could say, you know, show me what to do next. And if you don't know what to do next, wait until he shows you. Let him know you need him and and his help, which is what we just said. And then you go on to say that you are worthy. And then because you were down and out on yourself, you felt bad about yourself. You're really critical of yourself. And what you may have done wrong, your part in it, right? Yep. And you were wanting to, to fix it and correct it. Yep. And you weren't able to. Nope. Nobody wants to feel like shit and know they fucked up and then not be able to fix it. They don't want to be cut off and still lingering in here like, man, I'm just a, a fuck up. Now mm. I've just got to sit here in my shit. And eat it. Yes. Nobody wants that. They mm. want to fix it. But you're only one side of it. Right. You you can't force the other side of it to mm -hmm. do anything. So you go through here and you are all these positive things that you have on here. And you remind yourself and I'm going to give it to God. And then God, you know, next next time around, whoever or it's with or whatever, you know, you learn from that episode and hopefully are stronger the next time around. Hopefully it don't happen again. But if it did, does, maybe it's less of a trauma or you help somebody else through their heartbreak uh tornado yes i agree because that was not a pretty sight but it actually is because it got yeah, to get broken you, down you're an ugly crier <sighs> i'm just kidding kid <laughs> i don't think there's anybody who's a pretty crier I know. <laughs> if you are let's see it yeah let's please see pretty crier I don't want to get too far into it, but here's this, this, the next day was Cedric. I'm proud of you. You are becoming not that I am, but you're becoming more disciplined with yourself and God. Mm -hmm. You are learning to love yourself and not be ashamed of who you are. That right there. It took me so long to learn how to love myself. I, I finally, for the first time this year, I told myself that I love myself. And I was actually happy to say it. Like, I, 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 I don't know why. It seems like a hard thing to do. It's hard. It, I mean, it, it's hard. Initially, it doesn't sound it until you actually try to do it. Hmm. First of all, I feel like it would be really awkward. <laughs> you know, it's like. Well, because I think we're taught. Well, like, I can do that. And then you go to the, mm -hmm. let's say the restroom is what I picture. Yeah. And you're looking in the mirror. And you're like. Not being able to jump off the diving board. Can't do it. I think. Yeah. I think that we're taught that, you know don't be egotistical it's about everybody else and this and that and it's like no you need to love yourself like truly love yourself and understand yourself because if you can't love yourself then 
how do you love other people? Mm-hmm. I like, agree. If you love, if someone, if I see someone who loves themselves and knows themselves, like loves themselves truly, then I know they're probably going to treat me really well. Mm-hmm. But if you have somebody who doesn't really love themselves and is like fake to themselves and not real and authentic, they're going to be fake and unauthentic to everybody else. It's just natural. I love myself. I love myself too. <laughs> and I challenge if they're listening, if we do post this, I challenge someone to can you tell yourself i love myself and it not sound awkward but i do i like i i don't know i love myself and i love my goods and my bads but it's not easy to talk about the bads <laughs> hard to face it, it is. but it is who i am it, it's what i'm it's what i am and who i am so it's life i think you're a beautiful person mom thanks you are too kid <laughs> no, you didn't. I mean, you did it's it. a good time for it. Yeah. <laughs> um. I feel like I'm the cool person from the black and white movies, like Cool Hand Luke. What's his name? No, what's his name? Uh, not Cool Hand Luke. Um, who's Grandpa's person? Tall white dude comes in westerns. The Duke. Duke. The Duke. John Wayne. There you go. I just feel like I'm like the cool person when I say it. John Wayne. Um, yeah, I forget exactly where we are were uh, with this, but... I try to wrap it up. I didn't know you were. That, is this the second time you said you didn't know I was? I didn't know if you were trying to wrap up a specific conversation or if you were trying to wrap up the whole thing. Oh, I see, I see. I was confused. Wrap up the whole thing uh, by ending the conversation. Okay. <laughs> but i'm gonna right. pass it back to the the real host mm-hmm. and first guest of said said as it should be cedric mm-hmm. i'll let you take over wrap it up okay well i just like to say that i'd give my opinion that was pretty intense on my end mentally and emotionally and anybody watching, if if I do post this, which I believe I probably will, because it's very, it's a side of me that a lot of people don't get to see, and actually it's or probably, or whatever see, because you're not going to see this, it's probably the first time for myself to even see myself at this, because if I do have to admit I haven't ever been this low or this vulnerable, especially if I'm going to put it out on something. Um, and I just want to say that anybody who I do have come on or if I asked you to come on and you see this, don't think that you, you don't have to go there. <laughs> you don't have to get this low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't be scared, that emotional. but not this emotional. It's just that, um, like I said, if it's me, one thing about me is that I won't ask you to do something that I wouldn't do. And I think for that, I will post this. You've done it. Yeah. And cause I've done it and um, I've probably done the worst out of anybody that could probably do it as far as being like, so, you know, for you topic wise, I don't have any makeup on or nothing like that. You don't now you cried the shit off. So you <laughs> ugly as fuck. <laughs> uh, Take back all the curse words. I would like to say, I'd like to say thank you, mom, for coming on. And I love you and I appreciate you. you've had a huge role, obviously in my life. You gave me, of course, just a simple right birth. Yeah, you popped me up. Uh, And I've always told people, like, 
you know, ask a guy what he thinks about his mom and that'll tell you a lot about mm -hmm. him as a person. And I think you're a very beautiful woman. And I think you're very strong. Thanks. And I think that I look up to you a lot and you made me who I am. Mm -hmm. You make me do these things like this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For instance, if anybody wants to see an example of our relationship, it's this right here. Yeah. And I appreciate your support and I appreciate the trials that we've done, the ABCs and uh, <laughs> to get us this point to get us this point from holding the mics without the stands, being in the living room, having the try the cameras, you know, around us and then figuring out one mic, two mic. Yeah. And, and then and then Reno where you or no, actually it was us and and your mic wasn't working. And, and, and yes. you got picked up only in the background. Yeah, so my voice was... Yeah. Well, we'll see how tonight turns out. We will, because this is the longest one that I've done. And uh, I'm looking forward to the editing, because uh, I'm doing my own edits. But um, can, can, can we say ABCs one time? <laughs> you want to try it? Uh, that's such an insider. Uh, all right, you want me? I'll start, because I get the cues. Uh, a, B, C, D, E, F, G. H, I, J, K. <laughs> L, M, N, O, P. Q, R, S. T, U, V. W, X. Y, and Z. We're going to go back and watch the first ABC and see if it worked. I feel like <laughs> we've, I, pa I paused on the right ones. I freaking love you. I appreciate the, uh, you. the intimate conversation and I appreciate the you're one person i can be vulnerable with and i have been vulnerable with for the past i can't even yeah you have your moments for a while you and i will go eat weekly mm -hmm. and and talk you know um i have my sign off do you now i do when to hear mm -hmm. it i'm waiting for it yeah okay oh lordy i'm gonna laugh at you <laughs> are you <laughs> That's such a part X thing I have to deal with. <laughs> well, mom laughs at me. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. Love yourself so that you can go love someone else. Nice. And God bless y'all. Very. Uh, I don't have no sign off. That's it. So. All right, mom. Thank you. <laughs> All right.